Hey, looking for a way to support Frog Pants Podcasts like Hotline Monday and more? It's easy. Go to patreon.com slash frogpants today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Hotline Monday. It's Monday at uh, 3 o'clock Mountain Time here in the beautiful Salt Lake City Valley. It's a little rainy today, and I have with me on the phone a guy in his car on his phone on his way to San Francisco, Justin Robert Young. Hello, Justin. I'm calling in to my own call-in show. Yeah. This is so meta. Yeah, it's weird. Do you have a, What's your hot take? That's what I'm supposed to ask you if you're a caller on the show. Oh, Scott, they, they, they never stop coming. My life is a, <laughs> is a consistent stream of heat i'm like i'm like a vent in the bottom of the ocean oh well that's good um you're uh you're going up there for a meeting and we thought you know what we're not going to delay anything we're going to record this damn thing and make it happen just do it live yeah we'll do it live that's what we're going to do that's right i'm also at some point going to try to walk into a post office this is going to be a fun experience oh wow what do you wait what's your business at the post office today what are you doing i gotta drop off i gotta get we 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 are had a big couple weeks with the contender yeah. because of the debates. We sold these little expansions and we ran a couple discount codes. Been up to my nuts in, <laughs> uh, in, in outbound shipments for the contender. Yeah. And this is like the last little group of them, but I wanted to get them out because I know a lot of people, uh, you know, they order stuff and they want it as soon as possible. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm multitasking, baby. I'm doing my best. I like it. Uh, it just occurred to me because I'm a giant dumbass that if we are to take any calls today, it won't work through <laughs> through Slack because here we are a hotline Monday show where the line is everything. And that phone number is specifically tied to Skype, which means I could receive them, but you wouldn't hear them. And that's real. Smart. Oh, really? Yeah, I've done. I've done a grave thing here with my decision making today. <laughs> And uh, didn't even hit me until now. I was so excited to use Slack for audio because it sounds great that I completely forgot about the the whole. So wait point. a minute. So wait, you don't run your audio through a through a board or anything? I, I run it through a board, but in a direction and in a way that doesn't work if Skype's trying trying to call. Like I can hear Skype and you'll hear them, but they won't hear you. Oh wait, they maybe they will. It. Maybe they will. How will this work? Let's try it. All let's, right, yeah, some let's do it live. Somebody call the phone number. Let's give it a shot. Well, here, let's yeah, let's let's call the oh here, give the phone number out first. All right, here's the number. Uh, and then we're gonna we're gonna spoil the shit out of two shows today. Um, one of which Justin hasn't even seen, but the other of which he's seen all of, and yeah. we're gonna talk all about it. So the number's eight zero one. I get it. Yeah. It's eight zero one eight nine five four seven two four. We'll uh we'll test this eight zero one eight nine five four seven two four if it works. Then who cares? Then you'll hear it. It'll hear me, and off we go to the races. Yeah. Otherwise, if I can hear them, then then listen. Just get your question, and then get the hell off the phone, and we'll talk. To yeah, you. it may work. Uh, and if it doesn't work, well, we have a lot to. Yeah, that's true. We could totally. We'll we'll make that work. That way, we don't have to shut everything down. All right. Anyway, hey, technical issues aside, we're going to talk about Westworld very yeah. uh, extensively, and we're going to talk about the premiere of season seven of The Walking Dead, a show that you fell off of forever ago. Uh, but that I have kept up with because one of us needs to, and sure, I have stuff to say about it, and you don't care about the spoilers therein. Right? I don't care about this. I mean, so yeah, <clears throat> this was the big probably. Would you say this is the biggest cliffhanger of the series? Oh, by far, yeah. Like there have been others, and they all pretended to be, but I think this is, and, and and funny enough, I think this is the last time they get to do it like this. I don't think, I don't think they're allowed another one like this. Especially given Where, the, the construction of the actual episode itself, 
continued to be a cliffhanger until about halfway through. And then toward the end, finally gave us some resolution for a thing that they kept us on the hook for for six months. Yeah. So uh, effectively, where we, we, we ended last season with the new big bad Negan, mm-hmm. who, uh, you know, is, is a, a, a big force in the comics. Yeah. Uh, slamming his uh, barbed wire wrapped bat <laughs> into the skull of a heretofore unidentified member of a uh, member of the group. Right? Co- correct. And as it turns out. So here's the part where it gets spoilery. All right, everybody, if you, if yeah. you don't want to hear this, go away. But uh, here's how they jerk us around. Uh, as you know, in previous uh, seasons of the show, yeah, they have slowly diverged from the comics in different ways. And, and in some ways, I like that because I get basically two versions of the of the sure, story. Yeah. Some people die that haven't died. Some people sure. live that haven't lived. Sure. Some people uh, never existed in the comics that exist in a big yeah. way here. Like it's it's across the board. Different people go do different things. Some people swap conditions. You know, uh, basically Dale and Herschel became opposites of one another in a weird way. And and then all the ultimate demise of Herschel is nothing like the demise of Dale in the comics. Anyway, all of that stuff being said, there have yeah. definitely been uh, moments of real... Uh, uh, you know, craven moments of, of terribleness. And in the comics, if you got to episode 100, a certain person dies at the hands of Negan via the bat. Yeah. And you know who that is, right? I don't think I did. Oh, I, know, I, I dropped off the comic. before. All right. So you're, are you okay with me saying what, who it is? Yes. Okay. No, go ahead. All right. In the comic, when they make this run in with Negan, Negan takes the bat, uh, does an eeny, meeny, miny, mo kind of thing, much like he did in the episode yesterday. And kills uh, Glenn, just gotcha. just pummels him, murders him, smashes him to pulp. Uh, it's a real hardcore moment in the comic. A lot of people think it's a very uh, important moment in the comic, and so on. All right. Does Glenn Glenn along with Rick is yeah. kind of the 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 closest thing we get to a protagonist? That is right? very that is very true. And these these are two guys that have been there since the beginning, right? Yeah. So. Um, here, I'm putting a temporary photo of you up, which I absolutely love how it turned out. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, so <laughs> uh, I found that old bearded lady from like the 1910s photo. You know, the one that looks like you. Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. that's what we're using today. Um, and it's looking real, real good. Looking mighty. <clears throat> anyway, for the video, folks. So uh, so that's the uh, the premise in the comic in the show. They've given us two or three fake outs where you think Glenn is dead and then he's not. And it has generally been decided or thought of by the community or the viewership that they are never going to kill Glenn. That he'll just go on in the same way that Rick's hand's never going to get cut off or uh, other things like that. And so, uh, you know, some of the most popular characters in the show are Daryl, Glenn, and obviously Rick. And to get rid of Daryl or Glenn seems like. Uh, you know, like you're doing because the worst ultimately thing in a in a in a comic book. Yeah. Hi, how you doing? I'll just <laughs> Hold on, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. So, what are you leaving? A little uh, box? You got a little box there? Uh, I have, I have, a, yeah, I have a box of stuff here. All right. Uh, Desc- can I uh, describe? No. <laughs> <laughs> describe now. Why is she laughing? What is she I'm, laughing I'm, at? I've never been locked in the Oakland post <laughs> office. Here. Uh, uh, can I get another uh, another bin? Uh, sure. She's okay. awful giggly. Is it your beard? Uh, well, he was bringing those in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
Have a good day. You too. <laughs> All right. That was awesome. Why'd she that laugh got, at you? I got I got a little more involved. I think they were having a little work workplace uh horsing around. Ah. So they were like locking people out. I okay. just got caught on the on the wrong side of it. <laughs> I gotcha. All right. Well I enjoyed that. All right. All right. So So here's so here's here's the deal. I mean, like in a in a comic book, people are buying it because right. of the title of the comic. Right. 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 In a television show, you have television stars. Right. And you cannot be as willy-nilly with who you kill uh, on a television show. I mean, even look, you know, Game of Thrones uh, gets a lot of credit for, for killing major stars, yeah, right? Yeah. But they have a cast of 700. Yeah. Like, Walking Dead effectively has a rotating cast of about six with, like, probably, like, three or four also featured players. Yeah, six to ten, you could say, is, a, is the average. And you're right, like, three or four of those are always... Like so you it, never, you never thought they'd go on. Yeah. Cast, right. You right. Know? It's like killing Michael Keaton in, uh, in, uh, uh, what's that show he was on? <laughs> not Michael Keaton. Uh, uh Batman? No, not Batman. Frick. Uh, it was family ties. Uh, Michael J. Fox's character, something Keaton. Yes, Alex Keaton. Alex P. Keaton. Yeah. Yes. If you killed Alex Keaton, then you just yes. be you'd be left with uh, Mallory. You would have a very weird show. Why yeah. would you kill Alex Keaton on Family <laughs> You'd be left with Mallory and the unattractive one. All right. So anyway, here's the here's the bottom line. I just let something yeah. leak of that's been sitting in my soul for thirty years, and I finally let it out that they had the younger, Good. ugly sister. Anyway, so <clears throat> you're right about all of that. Oh, you know what? Let's test this call. We got a call. Let's test it. Okay, we're just gonna test it. Test it. Testing. Hi, who's this? Hey, this is James. Jay, can you hear James? Brian? I can. I can. Okay, I can hear you can. James, now, yes. now, James, can you hear Justin reply? Yes, I can. Oh, my Lord. This works. Hey. Oh, this changes everything. Okay. Uh, hey, man, it's nice of you to call. Uh, tell us what's on your mind. It's good to have you as our first caller. What's up? Thanks. Uh, WikiLeaks. Oh, yeah. WikiLeaks. That's a thing, isn't it? That's a thing going on. But, yeah, uh, kind of curious, like, how, how deep down the uh, rabbit hole you guys go all right justin how far down to that rabbit hole are you gonna go with uh politics 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 since this is not that show but i'm just curious wait hold on wait wait so wait they they didn't talk about wikileaks on walking dead (laughs) no this is just a just a random question about the wikileaks stuff yeah that's i love it for that i love that it's just somebody going ah wikileaks he's just stewing yeah wikileaks what do you think okay so i think that uh it's it's a, a a bigger story than is being covered right now. Uh, I think that uh, people need to be asking more questions about it. But that being said, it politically doesn't have a ton of fallout because the person at the opposite side of the political spectrum is literally spinning in circles and lighting himself on fire. So yeah, uh, it's 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 uh, I, I have a feeling that things that will arise from those WikiLeaks emails will be more of an issue post-election than they are now. I agree. That's my, yeah. that's my theory. That is exactly where I'm at with it. All right, so now that we've got that out of the way, so yes. here's the so thing. Wait, so who did he kill? All right, so yeah, let's, I'm doing the, the topic, same thing. Who does, he, who does he kill in the show? I'm doing the same thing the show did yesterday. So I know. So they get, to the, they get to the thing, and they show it post-kill, but they're not showing you who yet. And then there's a bunch of exposition and some kind of, some flashbacky stuff, and it's handled it's it's okay it's fine it's not i didn't not like the episode or anything but i I did feel it like it was funny they were still dangling this in front of us for like a good half an hour into the thing um but anyway he he ends up killing uh what's his name oh shit mustache red hair um 
I can't think of his name. And if you, no, wait, yeah, he's he's not even anybody that that I know. Yeah, if you he, don't know he, him, it's he didn't show up to like season three or four. So he's he's been around, and people like him. Like, oh, Abraham's his name. People like him. He's in the comics, but also late in the comics. I think you got out of both before this guy showed up. Okay. So, so he's he is beloved. He's not quite top tier, but everybody was like, you know, it's going to be somebody major. I'm like, nah, it'll probably be somebody on the level of like second tier, which is like him and a few others. So it didn't really shock me. I saw that and went, oh, well, of course it's him because you're not going to get rid of your main cast. And then here's what they did. And these guys are bastards, dude. Yeah. They turn around and out of nowhere, completely apropos of nothing, he decides to make things worse for everybody and turns and swings and kills Glenn anyway. So, gotcha. so all this time we're all thinking, oh, he's going to kill Glenn like the comic. And then most people are like, no, he's not, they're not going to kill Glenn. They'd never do that. It's different with the show. They've already had so him they fake double death. double faked out. Yes. They, they gave you. Yes. Kind of like a roller coaster where, you know, like they always have that one moment where they kind of do a drop, but it's not that big of a drop. Right. Like, oh, I guess that wasn't the drop. And then it's like, <laughs> no, oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's exactly the feeling you, you kind of got from it. And it was reminiscent of the comic in that it was real gruesome and super hardcore. So that sounds, that sounds for what that show is, which kind of like it makes its bread and butter on... The, the shock and titillation of stuff that like that, that, that seems like a well-constructed episode. No, it was, it was, yet, it was, I respect I, it. I see a lot of people that are a little, a uh, little upset, a little miffed with it today on, 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 on the, on the social media. Yeah, Why do you think that is? People are mad. I think because the best I can surmise is because they, they didn't like feeling like they were getting yanked around. It's like, like everyone got this collective sigh of relief of, Oh, it was Abraham. Okay, now let's move on to what's next. And then, oh, shit, it's also Glenn. And the comic, by the yeah. way, did not take out two people in the comic. It was just straight up Glenn done. Like, yeah. uh, so, so that came out of nowhere. Maggie's pregnant and sick. His, his, you know, to have that big of a loss for that relationship is actually pretty Wait, seismic. she's still pregnant? Oh, yeah, she's pregnant. Well, I mean, as best we know, she's pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe I never saw her get pregnant. No, no, no. She, this I is a new this is a new development. In fact, I don't think Glenn even knew. I don't think she's told Glenn yet. Oh. So well, that's too late. Yeah, too late now. So so they <clears throat> so they pull that and I think it's just a combination of that and at the end of last season, the final camera shot is him picking his victim, raising the thing up above his head and then black screen with a bunch of whacking noises and then everyone had to wait for 6 to 8 months to see what happened. So I think people are feeling a little bit tooled right now. Um, I, yeah. could, I could be wrong about that, but here's what I know. They're all hooked and they're going to keep watching it because it's super, it's really compelling for what it is. And you're interested in where these characters end up and, and what this means now. And, you know, Rick almost had to cut his son's hand off to save everybody. And that was weird. So there's all this stuff that's like, <clears throat> that's going to just keep people coming back. So we're going to take another caller. We'll see how this one is r- related. All right. This will be interesting. Hi, right, hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hello. Hello. Goodbye. They hung up. All right. Uh, <laughs> so what was my point? I forgot. Uh, oh, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, well, I, this seems to me like this is what that show is, though, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like, and even this is like what what made me 
stop reading the comic and, and stop watching the show was kind of that uh, uh, Kirkman was very committed to this kind of being the long war kind of story where right. there's not going to be a moment where things start getting better. No, it's like, always about how farther, how much further can you go down? Totally. Exactly. Like it's, it's just about the slow agonizing death of humanity, Yeah. which is fine. And obviously for a serialized show has proven to be spun gold. Yeah. But you know, but if people are like, Oh, this was too sad and graphic for me. It's like, well, what are you watching? It's like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like this girl show has too many issues about female bonding. It's like, well, I mean, what else are you watching for? Yeah. No, that's a really good point. Uh, let's try this guy. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, it's Chad. Hey, Chad. What's up, man? Oh, not much. So you were talking about how uh, Negan just out of nowhere kills Glenn. Yeah. And actually, it was because uh, Daryl got up and punched him. Remember? Uh, I thought so Daryl punched him. Anybody? I thought Daryl did that after. That? No, I thought it was after. Didn't he? He did it after he killed uh, Abraham. Because remember, Abraham's holding the bat in front of uh, uh, the Spanish lady's face. Oh, uh, <laughs> so wait a minute. Now I now I don't remember. I swore I could have sworn we didn't see Daryl freak out until after Glenn got it. And it was no, I think it was because that's the reason. Because he said, "Remember, the first one is a freebie, but after that, because then he's over next to Daryl, uh, and he's looking at Rick, and then turns and gives Glenn the Glenn the one to the head that turns him into a a bumped dodgeball looking thing." Oh man, that was <laughs> gnarly, dude. And so when when yeah, when uh, so okay, so that's interesting because because now you've got Daryl in this position of he's going to feel like he's the it's his fault, and that's going to be a plot point, isn't it? <laughs> Right, and I think that's part of the reason that they uh, took him away at the end, too, because he says to Rick, he says, uh, I like him, he's got balls. Yeah. When he was asking what his name was after they threw him into the van, so it's going to be real interesting. Oh, man. Yeah, see, that's going to get real ugly. No, really good point. I'm glad he cleared that up. So, all right. So, so there's some, you know, there's some stuff to, to watch. Nobody's happy. Everyone sucks. Uh, hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, guys, it's Ian. I am Sci-Fi. Hey, man, what's going on? Not too much. Not too much. Taking a break out of laundry to call you guys. Mm, no worries. You can call us anytime. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so uh, three three quick points. Uh, one, I, I kind of saw Abraham dying coming because in the comics, he's the guy who gets the arrow through the eye. Oh, right. But they did that with the nurse lady from Alexandria this time around. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's why it didn't surprise me too much that he was on the uh, on the cutting room floor there. I mean, it was nice to also get Glenn sort of as the big shock. But uh, the other thing, Daryl, I think, is going to fill the role of Carl in the comics. Because remember when Carl went off to Negan's camp to try and uh, take him out? Yeah. I think that's what Daryl's going to wind up doing, considering now he's the guy who just got captured and stuff. So, so he's going to so is he gonna, he's going to end up like his little protege, uh, whatever they did with him in the comic. You're right, and they kind of right. he starts to turn sort of. Um, if, if I remember right, and I'm I'm way behind now, but they sort of turn pro Negan for a while, right? Kind uh, of sort of, but there's there's it's a lot more complicated than that. Uh, right. I mean, they, it, it, there's a whole war that winds up breaking up later on later on in the comics that. Uh, so there's there's a lot more to go for you. And I and, um, yeah, I'm, other, and I'm I'm so far behind. But isn't Negan kind of in a weird place right now where he's sort of in the comic? I mean, so I don't want to. This doesn't color the show necessarily. But isn't he in a place yeah. where he's sort of a hero of sorts now or something? Mm, 
Not really. I mean, uh, there's there's a giant time jump that happens in the comics uh, mm. after after the big war happens. So okay. I don't want to give too much away, uh, just because uh, I, I want you to be surprised. Yeah. But there's yeah. there's there's a lot more with Negan to come in, in the comics. So what's so, your uh, so what's your big takeaway last night? Did you think in, like in, in in general with Negan? Doesn't it kind of feel like the comic just felt that they had screwed up with the governor and they wanted to reduce the stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is, in, some, what, in some ways you're right, Justin. Yeah, like they they wanted to outdo the governor uh, in in the comics. Well, that, then that's it's like it's really like man, well, we gotta... oh, well, we're losing him. We're losing him. We're losing him. Sounds, sounds, sounds like sounds like you're auto tuning, Justin. Really <laughs> yeah, he's auto tuning. It's nice. I like it. You're like T Pain of podcasting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, going thing. back to what you what, what you asked me, uh, uh, Scott, uh, I'm I, I liked it for the most part. I feel like they did one too many things though. Like the Daryl thing didn't need to be there. Like yeah, I, I would have been perfectly okay had they just stuck with what they had there and you know not introduced that extra plot. Point. Yeah, because it's gonna. All I could think of was like, oh shit, here we go. Like like another yeah. another uh, place to spend three episodes where that's all they focus on and. I don't know where right. Morgan and Carol are right now, and they need to get their next, ass next over episode. there. Yeah, I guess they yeah, are next, next, next episode. episode. I saw I saw the preview, so uh, so yeah, we're, we're immediately finding out where they are next episode. And, uh, I'm I'm thrilled to see where that's going. Oh, that's awesome! You, yeah, yeah, you seem you seem jazzed about it, man. Yeah, you seem pretty excited. Well, it's, Justin, it's like a, I mean, it's soap opera for people who dig grody soap operas, you know. Well, sure, but that's but that's what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, kind of unabashedly so. I don't think they, I don't think they're pulling any punches in that regard. I think they know no, exactly I mean, what they've like got. They're they're there to kind of have these thrills and yeah. and put give you people that are, you know, involved. But uh, but you know, you you can see them die at any time. Right. That's the whole point of the show. Yep. Which is like kind of amazing that they've lasted this long. Considering that's a really hard premise to continue to run, right? Right. right. Yeah. No. Yeah. You, know, you can't constantly put everybody in danger every episode, and yet they do, and people love it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They've done some. I don't know. <clears throat> I know you. Despite your falling off, and you and I typically, I think, are pretty synchronized in terms of the stuff we end up liking. Um. Like it, when, it, it, like, and I don't, I don't want to, you know, like, I, I don't want this to be like a, a relitigation of, of my issues with the early seasons of the show that I found so frustrating. You know, I, 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 I think that it has obviously spoken to a huge cross section. Yeah. And, and so I am very, very, very uh, willing to give myself the, it's me, not it treatment sure sure no that's that's big of you i don't i mean i don't even i watch it sometimes and go why am i watching this like what is it that's compelling me here and i think what it is is just i like the genre nobody else is really doing it not on tv anyway and i want to see now i'm kind of in to know where everyone ends up um even if it's all just a dark horrible room of death i i just kind of need to go there and be done and get some get some i uh, i i do kind of feel like that it 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 has kind of transcended into this, like uh, everybody wants to watch it because they want to talk about it kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. No, for like, sure. I feel, it's... I feel like, like, like the, the discussion of walking dead, even if it is to say, why am I watching the walking dead? Yeah. Is kind of bigger 
than uh, or, or is a huge part of that experience. Right. No, it's you know? a, the, the virtual water cooler effect with this one is strong. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's probably three pillars of that right now. I would argue Game of Thrones is that this is that and maybe Westworld is becoming that. Um, sure. It is for I me. Mean, Game of Thrones is legitimately like the best show that's ever happened on television. Like, yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Uh, but you, so you you caught up and have seen up to current as of yesterday's uh, latest Westworld, correct? I did, I did. Yeah. Do you want to hear my 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 thoughts leading up to? I it? I want to hear your thoughts leading up to it. I had some fairly major issues oh, with it. All right. Um, I. Just to get I this, enjoyed, let's get this out of the way now. I am unabashedly so in on this that I can barely stand looking at myself. I love it so much. So that's where I'm at. So I want to hear where you're at. Go ahead. Okay. So it's not necessarily that I think the show, it certainly is far from bad, right? Mm -hmm. uh, if anything, it was, uh, I'm frustrated because it's impressive. It was an underperforming show for me through three episodes, mm. specifically in this. Number one, I had a hard time wrapping my head around who in the Mr. Plinkett sense of the term, the protagonist was. I, I, I didn't quite, am I rooting for Jeffrey Wright? Am I rooting for Dolores? Um, you know, I, I, I just didn't know, you know, and, and I, I get it. They want to have these like larger conversations uh, about you know all these things but i don't think that that needs to come at the at the expense of at least knowing where morally in this universe true north is yeah, yeah right yeah um like and and specifically i don't quite know i still don't know you know let, let's let's make a spectrum okay, okay? all right and and on uh, at at ten, being the most innocent, we have Disneyland, right? <laughs> All right. And at one, the least innocent, we have underage Pacific Rim sex tourism. <laughs> All right. Right. Uh, yeah. Where is Westworld? Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you told your friends. If you went to your neighbors, assuming you didn't hate your neighbors, and you were having a civil conversation with them, and you said, I took the family to Disney World, yeah. they would say, that's great. What an amazing family vacation. Yeah. If you said, uh, I took the family to Bangkok so I could have sex with a 12-year-old, <laughs> they would say, you're gross. And even if it's not <laughs> technically illegal, I never want to talk to you again. Yeah, no, you're right. I feel like uh, one of the things I actually like about the show is there is a certain conceit. I think maybe this is not intended this way, but I've felt it since the beginning. The conceit is we are living in a, a, a future where we have become so desensitized to uh, again, true North or a real moral compass of any sort. We, you know, just operate in society at whatever level we operate. Clearly the rich people are the only ones going to this thing. And the only way with, without, without a more delicate way of putting it, that these people can get their rocks off is to spend 40 K a day killing everything and having sex with everything. And I, I mean, I feel like that's that, a, that's a thing that even then you still got a pair, a couple of parents and their kid who are at the same park. But, they, and that's, what's weird yeah. is that the show doesn't seem to know where that is. Yeah. And, and like, I was expecting at the moment where 
McPoyle goes into, uh, you know, arrives at, at Grand Central uh, Station yeah. to go into Westworld, that, you know, when he gets to the gun case, that maybe we'd get a little bit of world building there of like, oh, wow, like, I didn't know that, you know, like, are these real guns? Guns have been outlawed for a hundred years or something, right? Sure, sure. Like, just some idea of where we are at the point that this is all happening. I think they have more to tell in that regard. They just aren't doing it yet. I don't. And I, that's fine. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, but but that was a frustration for me through the first three episodes. Right. Was that I, I I genuinely didn't know whether or not even the guests that I on a surface level like, yeah, or felt like good people whether or not they were legit, like they were, I should still think of them as assholes for even being there. Right. To you go know? there in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. Or it's like, if the guy, you know, McPoyle's, uh, uh, S head brother-in-law, um, who's like, uh, like on the train, he's like, well, that's the best thing about this is that ultimately you find out the most about yourself. Should I be taking that seriously? Or because we've already understood he's an asshole, yeah. is this just like your rich friend trying to convince you that the $10,000 bottle of wine is so much better than the $1,000 bottle of maybe, wine? Maybe, right? but I see parallels to modern day Vegas. And hear me out on this for a second. I can go to yeah. Vegas and take my kids and go to the M&M store and see a movie and watch a circus act and have a great dinner somewhere. And I can also go to Vegas and I can get hookers real easy and I can get porn everywhere and I can uh, partake in all sorts of debauchery. Uh, I may not be able to take guns and kill things quite yet, but sure. my point yeah. is that it's that like modern day uh, come and do whatever you want. And if what you want is a little family getaway where it's just the old West and we go around looking for cow pokes, then that's and your that's thing, you know? And I feel like it's uh, just, it, it's like an under, it's like an undersaid and, not needed to say conceit that that's where we're at and people are okay with it in the way that they seem to be okay with bringing their three little kids to Vegas, even though right next door, uh, eight hookers and a donkey are doing something undescribable. And, and that's, and that's fine. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and if that's what they're doing, which I'm not convinced they are, but yeah. that's a good theory, yeah. then at least you can build from that. And I know this sounds like a niggling point, but let me explain where, it tends to erode story tension. All right. Is if we don't know where the universe is and we don't know where Westworld fits in it, then we don't know how we should feel about these robots. Yeah. We don't know how much we should invest in them. Yeah. Because even if they are gaining sentience and, uh, you know, we, we, should we put ourselves in, in the shoes of the robot? Mm -hmm. Should we put ourselves in the shoes of Billy? The, yeah, of, of of yeah, of of the people that are running it. Yeah. Are 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 we supposed to look at? Uh, are, are we investing in Jeffrey Wright by saying, okay, well, these are troubled children, and and we should think of them as a father child relationship, uh -huh. right? And uh -huh. and Jeffrey Wright is good dad, and Anthony Hopkins is bad dad. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, or or we go from there. Now, all that being said, yeah. a lot of those issues tended to wear away for me in the last episode that aired last night interesting just because at least now we have a little bit more forward momentum on story mm -hmm. that i'm not focusing on that as much yeah the minute the minute xerxes from 300 pulled a bullet out of the hooker lady 
I knew that we were into some new territory. I just had to mention well, that. He's although, Xerxes. although it's like you know, <laughs> listen. Uh, who, by the way, yeah, come 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 a, a, a long way from Paolo. Yeah, Paolo right? and Nikki. Yeah, he's. Uh... You know, I'll, I'll tell you for a show that bears a lot of resemblance to Lost, <laughs> uh, especially in some of its bad habits. It has bad Lost habits. Uh, it that is it does, but I, I but I'm not going to hold them to account for those habits until I get more than yet, four episodes. Yet, yeah, yet because that's the problem. Is that that was the problem with Lost? Is that it just kept, it kept, you know, uh, it kept paying its bills with credit cards, right? <laughs> I did for a very long time. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hello. 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 Hi. Who's this? This is Adam. Oh, hi, Adam. Hey, it's nice to have you on. What's on your mind, buddy? Oh, no, nice. We're talking about Westworld, right? We sure are. All right, I love that show. I'm in your camp, Scott. I love Mad Max. I love Westworld. Yeah. Um, I am curious though about when Dolores is having her problem. She there's a scene in this latest episode where uh, Dolores wakes up and she's with Bernard and he's asking her, "Do you remember what happened?" And then they have their whole conversation. And then the next scene. Dolores is waking up, and then there's William there offering her a cup of coffee. Yeah, she wakes up out there in the field with him. You're right, not in her bed like yeah, her normal right. routine. Exactly. Uh, I'm having a problem. I'm having a problem with the timeline. There is she. Did she go back and have the talk with Bernard, and somehow magically end up back there out in the west? Well, or I mean, here's like so here's the here, here's the problem. There's there's a there's a theory going on right now. Uh, Justin, that yeah, that uh, the the theory is that Billy or William is in a totally different timeline, thirty years previous or maybe less than the timeline that Ed Harris is walking around in, and that Ed Harris might actually be him. And I don't mean he stayed out there and became him, because we know from that last episode that he has a world outside of this place. He's in charge of some foundation that saved one of those guests' uh, sister from cancer or something. Yeah. He said, yeah. get the hell away from me. I'm having my vacation. So we know that he's not just in there living like a hermit inside of that thing. But there's this theory because you never see them together. But none of the the hosts, the hosts never age. So, you know, that's the kind of the that's the illusion is that they they're always sort of just there. And it must be the same timeline. But maybe this is happening on t- two very different timelines. And this is him now so deep into the game that he's got to finish it and he funds it because he's this big fancy well, dude outside of it. Well, except for the fact that we got, uh, we flashed back to the control center mm-hmm. with with uh, Ed Harris, right? Where uh, somebody was like, oh, Ed Harris is doing some crazy crap right now. And, and uh, somebody else was like, oh, he gets to do whatever he wants. Yeah, but we don't know if that's the same timeline as this Billy timeline. Because, but who said it? So, uh, I mean, so so basically we're saying that that everything that's happening in the Billy timeline is before everybody like that present day is Jeffrey Wright and Anthony Hopkins and everybody. Yes. And the reason I th- think that's correct is because, well, now hold on. Here's my only, this is the only thing that milks my theory is that the Ed Harris stuff all seems to happen away from Everyone Sweetwater. else all the time. Away yeah. from Sweetwater. Yeah, and also just away from everybody else that, that can give me some perspective. He, he, he's with these same people, but in different scenarios. Um, 
And so it makes me Let think Let me just that, say, if, that was the, if that's the case, it will be gimmicky and annoying, and I will not like it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would that would bug me, too. I'm not saying it's accurate, but it just the other no, day no, it no. hit me. I mean, but but this again, <laughs> we we start to get into, and and who knows who knows how they're going to resolve it, right? Yeah. But this was the problem with Lost. Yeah. Is like the four-toed statue, and it's like, oh wow, that's crazy. I wonder what kind of insane world building they're hinting toward. And it's like, oh no, nothing. We just wanted to put a four-toed statue. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I don't want them to do that. I really don't. I mean, despite J.J. Abrams being in a production capacity on this or, you know, an executive producer capacity, I don't think the influence is there all that much. This is really Jonathan Nolan's thing. Sure. Um, yeah. And I have a lot and of I faith in seen, him. I haven't seen person of interest. Yeah. So so I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know where he's going. But here's I'm I'm excited that we started to get uh, some of the Thandy Newton figuring out what stuff is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, uh, uh, putting us firmly in the the capacity where we are rooting for the robots to gain sentience is a very good thing. Yeah. Um, because that it just gives us a rooting interest. Now I want Sandy Newton to put together that these are not dreams and she's living in a in an unreal reality. Right. Right. I'm excited to hear what some of the robots that have gained some form of sentience, how they explain mythologically the idea that there are makers and stuff like that. Yeah, like the little um, girl, the little girl in the Arroyo place. Like, yeah. I, I want to know what the hell's going on with that. She's like, like one of the things I didn't, I didn't pay attention to in the first episode, and since went back with Kim and rewatched it, was they said something to the effect of, uh, uh, Dolores is the oldest host in the robot. park. Yeah, yeah, which is immediately kind of discordant because you're like, well, yeah, but she's like young and pretty and, you know, she's not old at all. And that's the idea. I get it. I understand the con the contrast there and why they, why they do that. But now knowing that and going further into this thing, I'm not sure any of the hosts have any concept of what actual time is. Actual time being elapsed or when it's gone, they don't know. They have predetermined memories that have nothing to do with reality. So they don't know how much time's passed anywhere. So I'm not I'm not saying this 30 years apart Ed Harris is Billy thing is true. I'm just saying there is clearly like a time dissonance thing. And to to go back to the previous caller, he made a good point about her waking up next to the tree is weird. Oh, I think I think that Jeffrey writes in her head. OK, All which right. which frustrate. So here's another thing that frustrated me. And I, I'm going to end this by saying all the things that I love about it uh, after this. Yeah, because they don't want I don't want to seem like I'm dumping on it because I, I don't. Uh, again, I, I, I needle because I care. I, and I um, and listen, I appreciate the contrast because otherwise this would be just me rubbing its boobies. I, I love it yeah. so much. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like visually the show's visual language confuses me. Right. Like I don't know what's a flashback, what's a hallucination, what's programming, what's memory. And, uh, you know, for, for instance, one of my biggest problems leading through three episodes was that I didn't have a sense of how often these robots reset. Okay. Like do. And, and something that I, I kind of got hung up on that I thought would have been a good workaround for this is just to give us an explanation from the point of view of the organizers that like, Hey, we run four months immersive Westworld things, yeah, right? And yeah. some people buy in for four months. Some people buy in 
for a month. Some people buy in for two weeks. Some people buy in for one day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I did say it was 40K a day, but that's that's all yeah. I know about it. Yeah. But it's like, but this runs for X amount of time. Sure. And now that gives us story wise a reason why we're going to leave faulty robots in there. Yeah. That, that gives us a storyline reason to say that like, okay, well, she, you know, the farmer's daughter uh, will we'll go and drop that can of condensed milk every day until she finds the love of her life. Right. 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 But then once that happens, she's out until the end of the cycle. Right. right. Or, or she has a, a plan B that happens after that. Right. Even if but it's I all, didn't... even if it's improvised, she's off someplace else uh, on a different path. Right. Exactly. But right. I don't, uh, I don't know whether or not, you know, do they pull her out every night? Yeah. Do they pull Thandie Newton out every night? Do they pull, like, what is the schedule for this? And they, again, yeah. this is, this is where good world building can aid a story. This is why Game of Thrones is an exceptional show is that even though it's world building is complicated and weird, like the fact that we know what a fire priest is. Yeah. Um, and and then the red light of Relor, they take the time to have somebody do a monologue where somebody explains it. Yeah. And of course they like have that medicine go down with a spoonful of sugar of titties. Um <laughs> You know, or, like, or or it's like you know, I know where the twins are. I know, uh, meaning the rivers. I know where yes. uh, the Red Keep is and why that mattered. Like, yes, you're totally right. And and this show is very Groundhog Day right now with how often it resets. It's like, oh, I, Black Hole Sun playing on the piano, and now everyone's in the bar again, resetting their thing. And she wakes up and talks to her new dad, and then yeah. the next day she wakes up again, which is a nice thing. I mean, it's a nice idea. But it no, it's it, cool, but, but yeah. I don't know, like, and that's why I was a little frustrated when Jeffrey Wright was pulling her out every five seconds right. to talk to her, and then she wakes up after having a Jeffrey Wright thing, and so it's like, okay, well, either this was a long series of conversations that have happened a long time ago, or these are things that are happening in her head. Yeah. Either way, Jeffrey Wright is not physically pulling her out of Westworld every single night, right. which makes me feel better yeah. because it was frustrating in how much it was interrupting the tension yeah. and how often they were pulling these robots out for me. Yeah. And because, how often they were. I mean, the logistical questions the, the show makes you your brain wants to ask so much about logistics is both yes. to its credit and to its disservice, because on the one hand, if you're not going to answer any of that or logical up your your ideas that's can be very problematic. But on the other hand, I love going, Oh, so wait a minute, this is all underground. So what are they doing? Elevator up to a fake desert. Is it a real desert? Did they just car? Yeah. Like, I want to know all that shit. And, and I don't know why I want to know it so bad, but I want to know it bad. No, you should. Because to me, it, it, it helps build that world. It, it right. makes that world richer. Yeah. Um, and it, and here's where, where I, I tend to have my guard up. And I had my guard up through three episodes, but the fourth did, did a lot to kind of just say, all right, no, 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 for, forget about these things. Let's push forward with the story, which is good, is that it ultimately, like, it leaves room for crap writing. Yeah. It's the reason why, uh, you know, science fiction oftentimes can, uh, or, well, I don't want to say science fiction is better than fantasy, but fantasy stories can often be crap yeah. because it's like, or superhero stories. Superman stories can often suck, 
because it's like, oh no, the meteor's falling. Well, Superman, he's going to try and do it. And then the story will be resolved because he tried extra hard. Right. And it's like, well, that sucks. Like, whatever. You should have just tried extra hard at the beginning instead of at the end when it's there for dramatic purposes. Sure. It should be like, no, Superman has to then go get something or do something else or involve somebody because there's a limit to his power. Yeah. If everything is, oh, wait, is this a fantasy? Is this a hallucination? Is this a flashback? If you have all three, then I don't know where to build dramatic tension. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it becomes In nebulous. It's a good point. Uh, do you think um, the, the, there are theories floating around that everyone's a robot and they just don't know it? That's all bull crap, right? No one's going. They're never going to do that. That'd be stupid to just I mean, suddenly maybe. go. Maybe. I mean, oh, who knows? Jeffrey Wright's you know, a exactly. robot. He was the robot the whole time. The only human is Hannibal Lecter, and he's the only one or something, you know? I mean, who knows? Who knows? I mean, like, obviously, <laughs> our big bad here is Anthony Hopkins, and I, I'm, I'm glad that they've resolved that i don't i don't quite know why we had to do the little you know three episode fake out where you know we we realized that anthony hopkins is a bad guy and uh well he was just creepy enough though that i enjoyed that because i like watching him eat up the scenery with just a face like he's he's entertaining that way this but this did finally say oh right this is why you hire (laughs) anthony hopkins for these sorts of things he's not the grandfatherly you know a progenitor of great technology he's got he's a little bonkers like maybe crazy hey, by the way yeah do you think that at some point walt disney was talking to like one of his top lieutenants <laughs> and uh he was just like oh apropos of nothing i built this entire park with my partner ed smith oh you've never heard of him yeah that's crazy huh yeah ed was a great guy he died in the park Anyway, uh, enjoy your dead son. Talk to you later. Let me know what that bug report looks like. Ah, but see, all that, but you got to remember, all of that stuff happened prior to funding. That was them just working in a basement, making, oh my gosh, my one of my this favorites. This is a multi-billion dollar <laughs> enterprise. No, I, gr- I agree. I agree. That was, that, that comment. He keeps the, the photo on his desk. You don't think that that, like, at some point... Somebody was going to be like, oh, remember the founder who died in the park? Yeah, no, you're right. That I, it's That's a bit of a stretch. There's no question about like that. If it, was, if it was like him <laughs> late night, like, uh, uh, you know, saying like, oh, wow, um, you know, uh, uh, let me share this private piece of information with you that like, it's like, oh, we always, we said, you know, sure, it's, he's like the Ron Wayne of Apple. You know, we wrote it <laughs> off to him dying of cancer, but like, he really died in the park. Okay, cool. But him being like, oh, yeah, no, this guy, LOL. See you later. What's yeah. up with your dead son? Yeah. No, you're right. That stuff's a little bit weird, but I don't know. I feel now, like it's gets a pass. that would make sense if everybody's a robot. Right. Because now how would anybody know if they're also not a robot? But also it's like, is there's just a lot going on in this show. I don't yeah. think we need the the who's a Cylon, who's not a Cylon. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, good, good comparison. On, yeah. on top of... Yeah. Everything else that's gone. I mean, and I'm like, and I'm not actually I mean, I'm not real willing to even go there yet, but you know, there's little things like when he talks about, you know, be good to Bernard, he's a little sensitive. Is he saying one of his creations is a little sensitive, or is he saying this guy, flesh and blood guy with memories of being married to Wash's uh wife uh, Gina Torres and having a kid who died, 
Is that all just planted in there? Like they do, it does make you start to wonder because they're not answering any of it. And the only person that's, that makes sense to me in, in this strangeness is uh, Ed Harris. Because I kind of feel like I, it, he, his motivations may seem nebulous, but he's he's on a path. Like he's going somewhere. And well, Ed Harris seems to be doing the most inoffensive thing in the show, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Ed Harris is like, oh, man, I've been playing this game forever. Turns out I found out that there's one secret thing, and it's it's like ultra hardcore mode where you can walk <laughs> into this inner sanctum. And, 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 and then at that point, either you trigger all the robots being able to kill people for real, or like maybe it's just this one mini game where you can actually die. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's like a they're play, they're playing it like Easter eggs in a video game. It's kind of what they're doing. Like he's he's found some secret code. He's going to find the lost the lost level or the warp level for Mario to go from level three to level level eight. Nobody knows about it. Like there's it's got that kind of quality to it, which probably appeals to me more than it should. Um, I want to get your 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 up or down on whether or not uh, what's his name? Ah, I can't think of the guy's name. Shoot, hold on. He's in the crow. He's in the first episode of the show, Michael Winca- Wincott. Okay, you know who I'm talking about, right? <clears throat> was he was he the original dad? Uh, he was no, he was the. Oh, that guy's good too. But he's the guy. He's the dude. That that dude needs to get an Emmy. Oh yeah, like that's great. That monologue of of him doing the jitter stuff, yeah. like oh yeah, that that dude needs it. Like Emmy, that man. Yeah, amazing. give that guy. Give, that was amazing. Give that guy a guest star award or something. He's got. He needs some. I don't. know. I'm sure he's coming back. We're not done with him. But but the so in the in the very first episode, I want to say uh, Hopkins is down in the basement talking to the one of the first models and he's like super animatronic and very oh, robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Michael Winnicott, who is an amazing, amazing actor. And you don't put him in stuff unless you intend to have it be a big deal. He's not a bit part cameo. Hey, I was in the lot next to this one. You want me to come in and do a quick line? It's not that kind of guy. So there's something going on with like the origin stuff and the original models that we're not done with. I'm sure of it. I don't know what that means or what that, how it's connected, but I am still thinking about him. I'm thinking about the way he moved and talked and why Anthony Hopkins is still fascinated with the most rudimentary of these creations. And I mean, all that kind of stuff, just dragging me in. I don't care. They can go full lost at this point. I'm so in. I don't care. I really don't care. So now it's your job to tell me what you're excited about. What do you like about oh, it? Oh, no. Okay. So, I mean, here's what I like. I like the show if it's Truman Show. Mm. The more Truman Show we get with the robots, the more I like it. Okay. I, I, I want them to be figuring things out. All right. Um, You know, I, I like... Yeah, I, forgot, I forgot even even Ed Harris is in Truman Show. I forgot about that. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, like so. I'm 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 down with that. I'm down with that Harris. I, I think the 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 show did a lot to kind of pare down some of its really on uh, you know wild plot. Like everything was everywhere. I yeah. think we did a good job of kind of winnowing things down a little bit. Yeah. Um, I I don't know how many more times they're going to be able to hit the like. Uh oh, this robot's figuring things out. Button, mm. like in in the way that they've because that they've they've hit it really hard with Sandy Newton over the past three episodes. Yeah, yeah. and like I, I I want to get them to the point where now they're conspiring. Right, right, right. Where now they're figuring stuff out, and and now the 
the the the chess game begins with them and and the controllers. Sure. And by the way, when does like the head of security with like Thor's brother get to get to like run the the building? Like that seemed a little weird. Hold on, but, is that Thor's? That's not one of Thor's brothers, is it? That's Thor. That's yeah. That's that's uh that's that's the other Hemsworth. No, there's three of them. Yeah, there's Liam. Uh, wait, Liam Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth, and then the other guy. Is it the other guy? No, it's Liam, isn't it? Uh, no, because no, Liam's the one that goes out with what's her name. He's much younger. He goes out with um. I just can't think of her name. Uh, Hannah Montana. Miley Cyrus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on. We're going to look this up now because it's going to bug the shit out of me. You're No, it's Luke. Luke Hemsworth. He is the third brother. Yeah. Weird. Weird. I didn't even know that until you said it. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, okay. I'm into that for some reason. I think I think that guy's cool. And also- now I'm looking at a picture of, of the three of them. It yeah. looks like... Uh, you did a a, a, a a Pokemon evolution on the Hanson. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Favorite thing I've heard today. Just look at them. It does. It does. <laughs> That's really funny. Um. All right. Where was I? I don't know where I was. I, we're probably about got it. But I, I any uh, closing thoughts on the on the on the potential? Uh, we're almost halfway through a season of ten episodes. I don't know actually, tw- ten or twelve. I'm not sure. But uh, are you are you are you uh, feeling I'm, good? I'm, I'm excited, and I'm more excited the more they don't pay their bills with credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> just like let's let's just pay stuff off. Okay, like, give me answers. I need answers to enjoy bigger questions. Yeah. Like, yeah. The more they do that, the more I will like it. Okay. I enjoy the world. Yeah. I enjoy the, the acting. Yeah. I enjoy when, when we are in these situations, I enjoy the writing. I think they've done a very good job of my biggest critique after the pilot was let's get, let's enjoy a little bit of these Western tropes. Yeah. You know, let's get into some shootouts, you know, stuff like that. Um, but I, like, I, I, what I really don't want is for everything to be a question box. Yeah. I, I, and, I'm with you. You can't, you can only do that so long. Viewers have been taken down that road too many times to get away with it. Um, maybe, I mean, I yeah. don't know. It could be like any of these shows, like you always say, they could go right up each other's butts and, you know, forget. Well, I, I don't think it's in the, in, in the, uh, the, the, the issue of, um, of like Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot is just like you're just reading somebody's personal diary, and right. it's just like they're just using shorthands that you're never gonna get. Yeah. Um, and they might find things that are interesting that you just simply don't find interesting. I, I don't think that that's the case here. I think the case here is going to be if it falls into lost the lost problems, is like that it'll just be. Oh no! Wait, now Ed Harris is gonna talk to Billy, but they won't share the one thing that will totally resolve both of their problems because that would be bad for the other four episodes. Yeah, and and that's that's where the problem comes in for me theoretically. Yeah, no, no, they I haven't understand. done it yet. Yeah, but it's like let's just let's just clear up, let's clear up what's a fantasy, let's clear up what's a hallucination, let's clear up with all that. Um, 
And the more coherent it can be, the better show I think it is because it's a yeah. very complicated premise. I completely and we agree. We don't need story flourishes. I, 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 I kind of agree with that. We'll see how it goes. Um, one one last thing I'll say is um, uh, was I just gonna say I had it right in my head and forgot it. It was that I don't remember. Oh shit. Ugh, whatever. I don't remember now. I'll just say the casting is <laughs> great. It was something about casting. I freaking love the casting. Everyone's great in it. Yeah, uh, no, I I think it it oftentimes kind of I think struggles because it's a little uneven. Like as much as I I I like talking about the third Hemsworth, I don't think he's quite at the punching weight of Anthony Hopkins and uh, uh, you know Jeffrey Wright and and Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, However, I will say this about the casting: I think that finally. Playing a robot has brought out the most lifelike performance of James Marsden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I like that guy. He's he's good and stuff. That uh, Ever After or whatever it was called, the the Disney. No, live you're action. right. You're right. He's you're got right. range. I, I like, he has range. I mean, listen. He's he's got he's got more of a range, but it's always funny to make the pretty. I I agree, and my wife really likes him, so I shouldn't be so pro James Marsden. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, I think that'll probably do it. You've got a meeting to go to. Um, if you guys have thoughts on these, on these two shows and how things are going with them, let us know before we go though, we should probably do some sort of, um, uh, uh you know, pushing of something. You're, you're still, still going crazy with a contender during this election season. Like none other. Uh, is there anything you want to push yeah. people towards? Um, Hey, Shh. don't tell anybody. All right. But, uh, it's a secret. If just between us, just between us boys, yeah. uh, I never took down the code for half off base decks. Whoa. Uh, so if you listeners to Hotline Monday would like to enjoy a half price base deck, then you can use offer code Vegas for the next week. Whoa. Before you decide to finally take that thing down. Before I actually do my job <laughs> and take it down. All right. Do that now. Thecontender.us is the correct address. Thecontender.us, half off the base text. Yep, that's right. Um, there's too much going on for me to remember any of it, so just follow me on Twitter, Scott Johnson. I'm almost over this head cold. Oh, BlizzCon in a week and a half. We'll see many of you there. Look for us. Say hi. Make sure you come up and hang out. We'll have the Guild Hall again this year and lots of fun stuff happening. So that's happening in uh, Anaheim the first weekend of November. Uh, I think we'll be back next week with a new show. Yeah, we will. we got a Monday left Yeah. before yeah. all that. <clears throat> so come on back for that. Uh, for me, for Justin, and for the uh, hosts and guests of Westworld. We'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>